The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, it's Linda Ockwell-Jenner here again with another Motivational Moments podcast. And today I'm really, really happy and excited to be um, interviewing Chris from um, Kite String Creative Marketing and Design. Hi Chris, how are you today? Good, thank you so much for having me Linda, I'm so excited to be here. Well, I, I've been hearing a lot about you from Twitter and other social media sites, and I thought to myself, I have to grab you soon and interview you before <laughs> I miss out. I do apologize for not telling everyone what your last name is, but I do that for a reason. I'd love you, Chris, to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about you first, or, first of all, and then, you know, which company you work for and what you do, that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, my name is Chris Farias, and I own, um, well, I'm part owner of Kite String Creative Marketing and Design. And um, our company focuses on branding, um, building a brand, managing a brand, um, online marketing, offline marketing, um, and, and just anything creative for business. So, yeah. Excellent. Now, I'm looking at your website. I love the website, and I love the Thank fact you. that you four guys, there's four of you, I guess I can yep. see. Which one's you? <laughs> Are you the I'm one the in one, the blue T-shirt? I'm the one in the blue. I'm the one in the middle. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the sh- I'm kind of the showboat of the company. I, I, I tend to want to take a lot of the attention, so I apologize to my team members for being <laughs> front and center all the time. But um, I have a big personality, so it has to come out somewhere. Well, um, I dropped the phone there. <laughs> in, <laughs> in the kind of business you're in, do you think that your big personality plus the support of your teammates really is a bonus? Otherwise, you know, because branding, marketing, that kind of thing. I think it oh, it helps. It's it's helped me my entire life. Um, but in business, especially, I, I think you have to stand out and you have to have a big personality. And Nowadays, people want to do business with a person and not really a company. Mm-hmm. So by showcasing your personality and showcasing the person you are, uh, people are either going to you know, like you or hate you. And in my case, they usually they like me and uh, want to do business with me. So it's, it's, it's a bonus, I think. Oh, now, I'm not a branding expert, I will admit, but when I started building my first business motivational steps, I worked out that... Um, Well, first of all, I wanted to help people primarily, but I'm a two-time breast cancer survivor, so my prime objective, thank you, my prime objective in the beginning was to share my um, health and wellness knowledge and and try and help people realize that living a healthy lifestyle. So I um, worked out if I wore pink, not only was it a good color for me, it would help the awareness for breast cancer and it quickly became my brand. Definitely. Yes, so in your case, how do you guys, um, well, first of all, how did you identify your brand for Kite String? I mean, that would be one of the first foundations, wouldn't it, you guys did? Um, Well, I I worked at several different companies before I started Kite String, and um, me and my business partner, Jen, we we started Kite String because we had our own sense of of who we were, um, our own values, our own mission, um, and, and... Starting that brand was pretty easy because we just took our personalities and who we are and and we infused it into everything we did. So creating the logo and the name, um, which we wanted to be very fun and whimsical and and very approachable. 
um, to the way we answer the phone, to the way we interact on social media, all those things. Mm-hmm. That, um, it, that, that, that's how we create brands. It's, a, it's more of an experience than uh, a, lot, a lot of people think it's you know, your logo or the colors you use, but it's every single thing you do mm-hmm. and how you interact with, with the rest of the world. So I'm um, I'm not doing a bad j- job then because like you I have a no you're I doing a good job <laughs> I have a good personality I have a bubbly personality but first and foremost I'm a people person it's about who I am and who they are and how I can help them so I guess it helps me wearing pink and it helps I've got the personality but oh um, definitely what other tips would you offer to me and the listeners if we are building our brand and say we started from the bottom up and building our foundations what would be the first thing we would work on. I would I would first um, work on finding out exactly who your business is and who your market is um, and what that market wants to see. And I'm not saying that you need to change the person you are to, to fit mm-hmm. that market, but kind of um, mold yourself to that market and, and speak their language. Whoever you're selling your product or service to, speak that language and build your brand um, so that they, they can interact with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's fantastic. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does, my darling, definitely. So, um, obviously, our personality is great, and in my case, um, I love to look pretty in pink. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have websites, we all have social media identities. So, what tips would you give us about um, connecting the dots with our websites, our social media, and that kind of thing? Well, they all have to have the same feel. So, the look, um, the voice, um, the language they should all have the same tone to them. So when I get to your website, when I you know when I when I get your business card from you, I should get a tone from that business card. And when I meet you, it should be the same thing. When I go to your website, I should have that same feeling. So make sure everything is consistent. So people are getting the same feeling from all of the all of the pieces that you're putting out into the market. Wow, that's wonderful. Now. I know a lot of small business owners in particular, and those are the ones that my husband and I like to help with our small business networking group. They worry about the time. They worry about the budget. So um, obviously it's wonderful if we can come to experts like you, but say we have no budget. Would you? Well, then you got to put it. You then you got to put in your time. <laughs> That's yeah. what I always tell people. You either have to put in money, or you have to put in your your personal time. Um, so if you don't have a budget, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I I wouldn't suggest suggest uh, creating a brand uh, solely by yourself. So mm-hmm. the logo development of it, or the 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 you know the colors and the website building that yourself. If you if you're not an expert and you don't know how to do that, try to find someone that's in your budget to do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to networking and taking your brand out to the marketplace, you can do that yourself. It just takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So whether it be on Twitter or Facebook or going to networking events, you have to put in the time to get back. And you have to put in the relationships. You have to build these relationships. You have to talk to people. You have to, you know, you have, you have to connect, and that takes time. So um, how long has um, Kite String actually been active as a business? How many years have you been in business? We've been in business for three years. Um, we started in, I believe, 2007. Um, and, um, yeah, each year it's been getting better. We've been hiring more people, and it gets, it's getting bigger, and more people are hearing about us. So it's been, I'm, really, I'm really happy about oh. where KiteSwing is going. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> you seem very happy. You seem very passionate. <laughs> so um, I guess it doesn't do you any harm that people like Scott Stratton, the famous on-marketing guy from... 
social media um, does go around telling people how fabulous you are as well. So if you've made a good impression on Scott, it yeah. obviously means that we all follow the leader. Well, Scott is a great guy, and I've been following him, following him on Twitter for a while, and I really, I truly believe what he, what he is 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 saying mm-hmm. about uh, using social media to build relationships and how it's all about connecting with people. Um, and I try to use that with my clients and show them how to, because social media is just like it's, like, it's like a new world for a lot of people. It's like cowboy territory. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to use it. Nobody knows what to do. But I think Scott's really hit the nail on the head. And, um, and he's, he's just, he's an amazing speaker. And I'm really, I'm, I'm happy. Scott, if you're listening, I'm really happy that I know you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we've been really nice to Scott. Let's get back to you guys. <laughs> So I'm looking on your website as we speak, and it's got what's new, spring has sprung, and I think that's absolutely wonderful. So you try and kind of um, keep in touch with, I guess, your your clients and your public by having, is this kind of a blog on your website that you've got, or is it like a diary? We have a blog on our website. Um, Everyone in our office is... um, Required. They usually they usually do it, but they not always. Uh, required to blog at least once a week, just to what, what's going on at KiteString with our clients, with us. Anything you know, observations on in the marketing world, and um, our blog gets a lot of hit, uh, a lot of hits each month, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy about. But um, a blog, I always say, a blog is like a. Uh, like like a um, like a puppy. If you don't feed that puppy constantly, that puppy is not going to survive. So you have to constantly be updating your website for lots of reasons. But to get people to come back, obviously, uh, you got to keep feeding that blog. Now, you've just uh, given me a really bad memory. Uh, you know, on Facebook, we used to be able to have pets on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> And my daughter persuaded me to get, I think it was a dog, and I just didn't have time to look after this dog, so I had to kind of delete it. I felt like I killed my dog. I felt like I killed my dog. But you are so right. I mean, come on. How much time in a day do we have to actually get down to the nitty-gritty? I didn't have time to feed this poor puppy. I know. <laughs> so I know. Um, being, being current and being relevant is really, really important. So a little bit about you, my darling. I mean... What is your history? Did you go to university? Is this something you I, just woke up one day and said, I'm going to do this, or what? I, um, I had no, in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I liked to draw. I, was, I loved talking to people. I, I had a little business. I actually don't tell anyone. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be our secret. <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but I used to sell CDs in, 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 in high school. So I had my own little business in high school. I knew how, I knew how business ran. Um, and I went to the guidance counselor, and I was like, what do I do? I mean, this is what I like to do. I like to draw. And he directed me towards the uh, graphic design, uh, illustration, and marketing program at St. Clair College. Oh. And I took that for three years. Um, I did an internship, and I got the job after my internship. And um, I've I worked in about, I would say, five small agencies um, since then, and then decided to open up my, my own agency. So my, my background is mostly small agency mm-hmm. uh, work. And my business partner, uh, Jen Hutter, she comes from the corporate world. She was marketing manager in um, a large company in Toronto. So we've got both of those kind of skill sets, and, and it works out pretty well. That's fantastic, and I love the story about school because, unfortunately, um, 
it doesn't always work out at school. I mean, I'm going to give you an example of um, my my hairdresser, Tony De Silva from Cooch Gabello. He was actually told um, at high school he'd never amount to anything and he might as well leave high school now. So obviously he dropped out of high school, went to work at Burger King and then realized if he wanted to follow his passion of being a hairdresser, he better go to college and do all the things you did. And now he has his own salon. He doesn't even need to advertise. He's a, probably a millionaire. But the thing is, it's great that you got the good advice from school. I did. I got really yeah. good advice from school. I, I do think that they that the schools need to push entre- entrepreneurship more because mm-hmm. when I was in high school, that was never even an option. I, I, my father worked at Chrysler for 30 years, and my mom was a stay-at-home wonderful mother. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know about owning your own business or any of that, like what you had to do to get to that point. So mm-hmm. I think the schools I, – I don't know if they're doing that now, but I, I think, think they, they are, to, yeah. I think oh, they that's, are. Then that, yeah. that's great because I think more people need to know that – this is an option. You don't just have to go and work for someone. You mm-hmm. can work for yourself, and you can be very happy doing it. Would you also say, though, that, and I'm one of these people, when I was at high school in England, I was really kind of laid back and lazy, and I wanted to be um, a dress designer, so I also loved drawing and, you know, creating mm-hmm. these lovely creations. But I didn't like sewing. I didn't realize I had to sew as part of this job. And the teachers kind of gave up on me and says, well, you know, we don't really care about you anymore. So I did go on to be a secretary. I enjoyed it. And then I was also a stay-at-home mom. But I found my passion very late in life. I kind of fell into it. So what would you say to the kids out there at high school who are having to make those decisions? You know, what do we do? What do we do? How can they, you know, where do they look? Who do they go for help, really? Um. I, I think they have to just look around them and see what they really love to do. If you love watching movies and you're a movie buff, find something. It doesn't matter what it is. Find something that that you can do with movies mm-hmm. um, to make a career um, out of it. It's 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 every all this stuff is all around you, and you just have to find your passion. Um, and and don't let your parents. Not, I, I don't want to give parenting advice because no. I don't have children. <laughs> but don't let people push you into university just because it's university and it's something to do because I have lots of friends who went to university and and, and now they don't know what they're going mm-hmm. to do. They have this wonderful degree and they don't have a career. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that university is bad, but yeah. it, there are so many different options that you can choose from. You don't have to just pick university or college. You could tr- There's trade schools. You can do something yourself. So just look around and whatever you, you're most passionate about, just do that because if you're happy in your work life, you're going to be happy in the rest of your life. Wow. Um, are you by any chance um, ever going to get up on the stage and be a motivational speaker? Because you'd be I wow. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm nervous. I'm nervous right now. I don't think I could do it in front of a lot you of are, people. You are wow. It's fantastic. Um, if you ever are interested, I know there is um, a wonderful resource in Waterloo Region where people such as myself, and yes, I'm a speaker, but not everybody's a speaker, we do go into schools on a volunteer basis and talk to the high school kids about how we started our career and following your passion, and I think you'd be wonderful doing oh, that. Oh, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. <laughs> this, this is a wonderful interview. I haven't had such fun in a long time, but I want to get back oh, to good. you guys and your business. So do you have clients in the Waterloo Region, or is it primarily Hamilton? Hamilton and surrounding areas? I don't think we have, I can't think of any clients in the Waterloo region. No, I don't think so. Most of our clients come from um, Hamilton. We have some in London Mm -hmm. um, because I worked in London for a while. Um, And um, we have a lot of uh, larger clients in Toronto. Oh, Toronto, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. 
wonderful. So where do you see yourself going, you know, the company as a whole? Where do you see yourself in five years' time? In five years? Wow, that's far. Yeah, I'm giving you <laughs> difficult ones now. <laughs> five years? You know, I think that a kite string is going to be always a small boutique um, agency mm-hmm. or a design studio that, that really, because I think when you have too many people, uh, this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. if you have too many people, you start to lose you lose track of the focus of, of, the, of the idea. And at Kite String, the idea is, is the most important thing. It's not, it's not always the colors or, or the, you know, the, the website. or it's the, it's the main idea. Mm-hmm. And because I have such a small creative, I have the most wonderful team that anyone around here has. And I'm so proud and, and, oh. and honored to have them. I don't see us growing too big. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take on some different projects and, and get into some different markets, but I, I see us staying somewhat the same. I love that. I love that because you are definitely passionate about what you want to do and you want to give your clients the best. And I exactly. agree. You know, some really, really large companies have grown so large now, large organizations, that, you know, the people who founded the organizations have lost touch with what's going on in the real world. And I think something's missing then. So please stay, as as you call it, um, a boutique. I think that's a lovely term. And I think if more people thought, you know, like you, they'd be even more successful and obviously you're successful, but today it's all about more, more, more. And what is yeah. success? What does success mean to you, Chris? Oh, success to me. I. A lot of people ask me this question a lot, and <laughs> it's it's. I don't. I feel successful right now, and it's not because I'm making tons and tons of money. I feel successful because I, I'm able to walk to work. I, I oh. positioned my I positioned my office. It's literally one block over. I'm successful because I can hang out with a bunch of people at, at, at my job that I truly, I love these people. Mm-hmm. And I get to work on projects every day that, that are challenging and are fun. And I get to pick what, what, what projects we get to work on. If I, if I don't think a, a, a project uh, fits with my personal values or, or our company's values, I, we don't work on that project. And that makes me feel, you know, I can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel successful because of that. Oh, you are successful in so many ways, and I love you already. <laughs> so, have a really, I guess, um, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but have you ever had um, a really weird project to, to to work on that you've actually wanted to do, or, you know, a project that was kind of a bit out there and you thought, wow, this is a challenge? A challenging project? Hmm. I know you're going to say no because you're so good at what you do. Well, I know. <laughs> they all have their challenges. <laughs> they all do, do you have their have, challenges. Do you ever have clients who know what they want, but you know that it's not right for them? And I know you have to discuss this back and forth, but you really do know what we want in the end once we've told you what we want. But do you know Linda, what Linda, that is the best <laughs> question so far. <laughs> I have clients constantly coming and um, – I, I totally understand where they're coming from, and they say this is this is what I want. I want um, this kind of website, and I want I love the color blue, so I want my company to be blue, yeah. and uh, or my logo to be blue. And I I always I'm a very honest person, and I'm not going to just give you something because you want it. I'm going to give you something that you need. So depending on what your audience, if your audience doesn't like blue, I'm not going to give you blue because that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. We we have to work with 
what your target market wants to see. Mm -hmm. So I get it all the time, or, and, and sometimes it ends up in a fight, Linda. It does. <laughs> but by the end, you know, you get to be firm and say, you know what, I'm only trying to help you. You've come to me because I'm a professional mm -hmm. and, and I'm good at what I do and I'm only trying to help you. And, and it always works out in the end. So that is, that is a challenge every mm -hmm. day. But, um, but we should listen to the experts. Obviously, if you were saying to me in particular, you know, um, something I really, really didn't like, I would say go to one of my business partners and, and mull it over with them. But in the end, if I've come to you as an expert, I have to have this trust, don't I? If I haven't got trust, I shouldn't be coming to you, should I? Exactly. It's like going to the dentist. I don't go to the dentist and say, I, I'd only like you to clean two of my teeth <laughs> and um, don't touch the back ones at all. Well, no, they're the dentist. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Let them do it. That is hilarious. I can't get away. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, though, um, so do you have to do the research to find out who the clients are to know what the clients want before you can come up with all these ideas? Like, I'm a client. I come to you as a client. You need to find out who my clients are before you can help me as your client. Is that what you mean? Definitely. I need to find out who you're trying to. Uh, market and uh, there's a, we do a lot of research. Um, all of your competition, uh, we look at what they're doing, and then we look at um, who these target this target market is and what what are they saying, what are they feeling, how are they communicating. Um, if they're on Twitter, then maybe you should be on Twitter. If they're not on Twitter, if they're at the Chamber of Commerce, then you should be at the Chamber of Commerce. So uh, you know, um, it comes up a lot, especially with social media nowadays. Should I be on these social media sites? Um, well. Maybe yes and maybe no. It depends on, on, on where your market is, is living. Now, getting back to social media briefly, because I don't want to get off the fact that you you guys are offering a wonderful service, so I want to keep on plugging it. <laughs> um, I always say to people I prefer them to have a photo when they're on social media um, versus um, an avatar. I do have an avatar of my own just for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Obviously, she's pink. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of the time, I try and keep consistent, and my photo is everywhere I am. Is that something you would say is a good idea or not necessarily? Oh, I think it's a great idea. I put my picture um, on uh, Twitter and Facebook and um, LinkedIn and uh, my blog, and it's the same picture because I want people to recognize me, and I'm not, I'm not going to change it anytime soon. If I if I do change it, I'm going to change all of them, and and again, not very not very soon. Uh, but it, it's building recognition, it's building who that person is, um, and and you're building a character, and you're building your persona online. And um, a lot of companies are putting their logo up on you know as their avatar uh, for Twitter, and I. Do, I I personally don't think that's a good idea because, again, like I said earlier, um, people want to do business with a person mm. and they want to know that they're talking to a real person and not um, a, a logo or somebody sitting behind the logo. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's difficult. So um, at this point in time, I guess this is going to be another difficult question. I'm really bad, but what three, <laughs> t what three tips would you give to our listeners now? Remember, they're worldwide. They could be students, small business owners, teachers, stay-at-home moms. What three tips would you give to our listeners when we are entering either the world of entrepreneurship or something new in our life? What tips would you like to give us? Oh, no, tip number one. I've got, I've got a good tip number one. Um, I always trust two things in my life, and one of them is my gut feeling, and the other one is my mother. 
whatever my mother says yeah. goes. Oh. So I always, I, it's true, she's the <laughs> smartest person I know. Um, so if, if you feel it in your gut or if you ask somebody who, you know, truly means a lot to you, should I be doing this? And, and if you feel like it's a good choice, just do it and don't let anything hold you back from doing it, whether it be going to a new school or starting a business or taking on that job that you just know is going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. Just do it because you're going to re- reap the rewards. Um, so that's my tip number one. Uh, tip number two, uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. I know that's said a lot, but you're going, it, it's bound to happen, so you might as well just embrace it. And, and um, it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from each of those um, mistakes that, that you make. And I think the third one would be to surround your people, surround yourself with people that are that are going to help you with your goal. So whether it be family or friends or coworkers or um, you know, um, I surrounded myself. I found the best business partner anyone could ever find, um, and we worked together so well. And I couldn't have done this without her. And by surrounding myself with those people, um, I'm going to get to where I want to go. So. Wow. Are those good enough tips? Those are absolutely <laughs> fantastic. This is one of the best interviews. I mean, all my interviews are fantastic, but this is lovely because you are so honest, you are so open, you are so fun. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Would you like to tell us where we can connect with you, websites, emails, any other information you want us to have? Um, you can uh, visit our website. It's www.kitestring.ca, and you can follow me um on Twitter, and it's just at KiteString. And I would love to meet you on Twitter because I'm on Twitter. I'm a twi- Twitterholic, <laughs> and I'm on there all the time, and I love meeting new people. Aww. So please well, follow I'm, me. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of new followers. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to be bugging you in the uh, next few weeks. I, I have a lot going on, but I have um, also um, a well-established newsletter. We'll be celebrating our seven-year anniversary, August. So oh, congratulations. I'm going to be coming along to you and saying, can I have a few t- tips for August or can have a little article because this is what it's all about I believe it's an exchange of ideas and and it's helping each other and it's of course yeah it's been and you and I think alike and I think that like attracts like and I surround myself also with people like you and sometimes I will come into contact with someone who's not like me and obviously like you I can choose to have them as a client or not but if I can't help them I won't take the money off them because I think that's like you know robbery really it's the honest thing to do. It is the honest thing. If you can't help them, then yeah, I'm not just going to take someone's money just because it's there. That's that's not very Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think all the social media has changed the face of business? I mean, I do. But what are your thoughts on it? Oh wow. Uh, I was in this three years ago before I started kitering. I was at another firm, and it, it was a completely different. Our agencies, you know, look the same, but it was a completely different business world. Social media has changed it beyond anything I've ever seen. Um, I think it's a lot to do with transparency, and companies are being forced out of the closet, and, and, and you know, who are you, and and mm-hmm. and what kind of company are you, and what kind of um, what. Um, what do you what do you do behind these closed doors? And that's really changing everything. And, and people have to be more honest and 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 connect more. And I think it's a great thing. I'm I, I have nothing to hide as a person or as a company. So I think social media is terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of these companies are having a hard time with it. Not because they're bad companies, but because they've been behind these closed doors for so long, mm-hmm. and they haven't let their true self out as a company. So um, yeah, that, that that we're here to help. Um, Kite String helps lots of companies do that. So. 
um, it's, I think it's changed immensely. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful change, I think. I think so, too. So, Chris, this has been absolutely fabulous, and what I'd love to do is come back in, say, six months' time, and you can entertain us again, because it's been a I really would love wonderful... To. I would love to. <laughs> it's been really wonderful. Call so... me any time. <laughs> okay. Take... And then, if you're in the Waterloo region, or I'm in the Hamilton area, we'll definitely try and connect over coffee. That would be lovely. Definitely. Okay, so um, thank you again, and thank you to all your team and all your wonderful people for allowing you to um, share your secrets with all these people (laughs) who are listening to the podcast, and um, you and I will definitely keep in touch. So I'd like to say thank you for your time, and have a wonderful day, Chris. Thank you so much, Linda. I had a great time. 